I swore I would never do it on this podcast, but this week here on Kicking Out at Two, we are dedicating an entire episode to an individual who I'm not really the most fond of in wrestling history, but someone who did make an impact in some form or fashion in wrestling history. I'm referring to CM Punk. I'm your host, Dave Rosenbluth. This is Kicking Out at Two, and we are watching the CM Punk John Cena WWE Championship Money in the Bank pay-per-view match from 2011. We are approaching the 10-year anniversary of that match. And joining me this week, finally, back in the saddle, it's been a while, uh, scheduling real-life stuff happening, yeah. my good friend, my buddy, my co-host, Dennis J. Levy. What's going on, man? Hey, uh, 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 Dave, always a pleasure. I'm excited for the show. <laughs> that uh, I... I be stunned if I didn't bring this up in at least one or two podcasts. That this is my favorite match of all time. You have, that, you that, have. That, that, uh, has been, that has that, been. Discussed. And neither of these guys. Hey, I actually hate Cena. So, so actually, I take that back. But I wasn't like I liked. I always liked CM Punk, but I never like loved him. Like like like, yeah. like right now, 2011. Like my favorite guy was definitely AJ Styles. That 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 that. Okay. Uh, that that whole that that uh that that whole thing with him and Impact and like. Like that, I just counting the days of him leaving and yep. whatnot. That that, uh, but uh, but I'm trying to say is that uh, I just love this this story. I really did. That that um, it's a great storyline, and we're gonna talk about you know the the ins and outs of it and what transpired on television. And yes, and we're gonna talk about what could have been better, what followed up. I also want to get into what led what led to you know CM Punk. Wanting to leave the WWE before this storyline came to be. We're going to talk about all the things that his character had done on television and what led up to that point as well. Um, as we watch this match on the Peacock, the WWE Peacock Network, whatever you want to call it. Um, you guys can watch with us as well. What I'm going to have you do is you're going to log into your Peacock and you're... <laughs> I know, it's, it's funny. Grab your Peacock, log into your Peacock, do whatever with your Peacock, but you're going to get in there and you're going to go to the browse section and you search WWE Money in the Bank and then you're going to, once you get there, it's they have it formatted as seasons. So there's 11 seasons of Money in the Bank. This is the second season of Money in the Bank um, from July of 2011 and I'm going to have you fast forward all the way to... One hour, 59 minutes, and 28 seconds. You're going to pause it, and you'll see the graphic that says John uh, WWE Championship with John Cena and CM Punk next to it. Uh, the match goes, you know, the, the, we're going to watch the last 48 minutes, 49 minutes of this of this program. We're not going to watch the whole show, of course, even though it's a great pay-per-view. It really the entire is. Show, and we'll talk about that, too, as well. We'll talk about the other things that took place on this pay-per-view. Um, but... Uh, yeah, we're going to watch that back. So get that all set and ready to go as I give you all the plugs that I usually do each and every week here on Kicking Out of Two by finding us on Facebook and Twitter. Facebook.com forward slash Kicking Out of Two. Twitter handle at Kicking Out Two. You can find this show and all the great shows of the Retromania Pro Wrestling Podcast Network by searching Retromania with a W on Podbean, Spreaker, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and all other great podcast platforms available. Uh, we got this show, Cool Truth with AC, that covers AEW, Monday Night Marks, Marking Out the Day's Weekend Warriors, Gaijin Wrestling Radio, Origins of Attitude, Catching Up, uh, Hulkamania is Dead, and so many other great shows all over there. Retromania with a W. Um, Alright, so, with that being said, when I say play, you guys hit play, turn the sound down, um, actually put it on mute, 
And then I'll give you a timestamp every once in a while when I decide to turn the audio up. I am going to turn the audio up during um, both CM Punk and John Cena's entrances so we can go back and listen to that. Um, and yeah, let's do it, man. You ready? Oh, super excited. Yeah, All right, let's, let's do it. Yeah, like you said, this is your favorite match. Yep. 10-year anniversary approaching. Money in the Bank coming up. Thought it'd be pretty cool that we uh, we, we, we watched this match. One of my, I, I like this match, too, as well. I'm not a big CM Punk fan. Uh, I, I have a shitload of respect for John Cena and what he's accomplished in the industry and his mark that he's made on the business. You know, I really like this match. I like the story. We'll get into it, um, you know, as we watch this. So, without further ado... If you are ready, three, two, one, play. Graphic here, John Cena, CM Punk, WWE Championship match for Money in the Bank. In Chicago, by the way. Something we didn't, you know, we failed to mention as well. Yeah. Um, Now this was, uh, I'm trying to think. So 2011, this was, um, CM Punk was at the time the current member of the 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 new Nexus. Uh, oh, that's right. Yeah, he had <laughs> he, he was he I was blocked that out. Yeah, it was like his other you know he was once a leader of the Straight Edge Society, yep. but you know that also, could have been so much. And we're going to talk about that too as well as we watch this. Okay, you know I had a little bit of a format here, and we're going to run down. But um, you know, leading up to this match. They had kind of loosely discussed on television, you know, Punk's contract running out. And in, and behind the scenes, his contract was running out and he wasn't looking to resign. He was pretty disgruntled um, for the better part of his run in WWE before this point in time. Um, and of course, what really kicked this thing off was the infamous pipe bomb promo where he sat down cross-legged on the stage and he pretty much you know peeled back the curtain broke down the fourth walls they like to say and aired his grievances out on television talk to me a little bit dennis about your thoughts on the pipe bomb promo as we're watching this video package here for this match so when i first saw it live i didn't think we were watching something historical okay granted we 90 percent of all promos too are you know they're all, you know, rehearsed, rehearsed, and, yeah. and all that stuff. And until this day, I still think you're telling me that that Vince McMahon knows when an ant farts in the stadium. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that, that that you're telling me he didn't give Punk the green light on that. That that. that uh, I think that I. I uh, here's what I think. Okay, I think that there was. It, it it wasn't how it wasn't the way Punk has made it out to be publicly. Where Punk said they gave me the microphone, told me to say whatever I want, and I just did it. That's not the case because the product, even back then in 2011, the, it, as much as it is now, was very micromanaged. You know, someone could have cut his microphone off in the truck five minutes before yeah. they, been, uh, they eventually and it was done did. Exactly the same statement too. They shut off the, his mic. At but the it, end. Would have been, uh, let, let's just say though, in the middle of it. Yep. Once he said, you know, I want Vince to be dead and whatever, you know, that, that he didn't say those words. But no, but he would be better he off. Said, when, yeah, he'd be better off. If they off. shut him off right then, it would have been the same effect and then him just going on. Yeah. It would, it would have been like, you know, WWE fucking me again. You yep. know, so, some ways that, that, that it could have been more powerful, you yeah. know. But, uh, that, uh, so, when, when he officially finished it, that, that, that uh, I didn't think I watched history. I really, till this day too. I still think, like I said, I'm calling shenanigans. So that that, that was 100 percent like spontaneous. Yeah, 
It wasn't spontaneous. Yeah, that's what I mean, yeah. yeah. I don't think okay. it was. No way. I don't think so either. I think it was a situation where they were, you know, behind the scenes, they were trying to work something out with him, and then they realized, you know what? Let's take what we're doing here and put it out there on the camera for everyone to see. All right, here we go. We're going to stop this from here. We're going to play the audio here because uh, this crowd is going to go freaking buck wild. It was, sadly, this is the last time we're going to hear this, this, this thing. This thing was awesome. I like that. I like that. Gets up on the turnbuckle and says, I'm the fucking man, or something like Yeah, <laughs> he definitely dropped the F bomb there. <laughs> I hate that they have those signs there. If, if, uh, Punk wins, we, or yeah, Cena, we riot. Cena wins, we riot. Yeah. That should, that should have been a one and done sign. That was, that sign in that, that, that arena. For, for, See, look right there. Punk loses, we riot. Yeah. yeah.
They did a good job letting the crowd get out of the system. Yeah, they milked this big time, which is good. They made it that much more special. Thing we're missing right now, someone was able to throw like a Coca Cola or Adam. If someone nailed them on garbage right now, that would have been. Yeah. They had that, like, that ECW one night stand type of vibe from when he wrestled RVD in this yeah. match with the crowd, when it came to the crowd. That, that, that was pretty intense. Though. I would love to be in that crowd that day. Yeah. I So, Justin, Daryl, and myself, we went to our friend Ken and Michelle's house. Ken from the Ken Reedy Show. And we, it was in the, in the middle of summer. It was a hot day. They had a pool in their backyard. We drove to New York to watch the show with them. We stayed the night at their house. And I've said this a hundred times. That opening shot that we played the audio for with the crowd chanting CM Punk. I just remember that watching that moment in their living room and, you know, Ken had the surround sound on in his living room and there was a, it was a living room full of people. You know, it was, it was a big, it was, you know, big turnout at his house. And I, on one of the very rare occasions watching wrestling on television in, whether it be in my home or someone else's home, I felt like I was there. You know how people say like all the time, like, oh, like I felt like I was there. I felt yeah. like I was there. No, I really felt like I was there. Because maybe just because he had the surround sound set up a certain way while we were watching it, but it was it was just a a, a cool moment to watch and, and transpire right in front of you on television. Um, so going back to the the pipe bomb promo here just for a moment. So, like you said, didn't feel spontaneous. I felt like they 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 were capitalizing on the momentum that the that the rumor mill was picking up with Punk's contract status and they figured they'd play it out and it, it would be something that would um, that would appease Punk in, in terms of, you know, his status in the company by kind of breaking that fourth wall down because at the time, you know, it was a very, you know, the, the WWE product was very cookie cutter and micromanaged. It was very PG. John Cena was the representation of that. CM Punk represented that 18 to 34-year-old male demographic, if you will. Um... So this was it was a, it was a clash of two different um, demographics, if you will, um, between Cena and Punk. Um, now, what came to follow? I'm gonna get to that at some point here, but let's talk about as we watch this match here. Let's talk about the narrative 
over the years when it comes to CM Punk is he always felt like he was taking a backseat to somebody during his WWE run. Like I did. All right, so let's go through the list of things that he that his character had done on television yeah. from when he started in WWE. Yep. Okay. To and we're gonna pick it apart. Okay. We're gonna pick each one apart, starting from when he, you know, debuted in WWE up until this moment here with the story, mm-hmm. and then we'll go on the back end after this. Okay. So let's talk about the debut. He debuted in August of two thousand. I'll never forget it. Against Just Incredible, my favorite all-time wrestler, on an episode of ECW in from the Hammerstein Ballroom in New York yep. City. To me, the way that that was presented, the vignettes leading up to it, yep. being a part, being being a a focal point of the ECW brand in the early days, before it became watered down and before it became WWECW, I thought. It was a great way to introduce him to television because his look, his presentation, his character fit that mold of ECW. Even though it wasn't the original ECW, early in the stages of developing that brand, following the 2006 One Night Stand event, when Vince McMahon decided to bring it back, it still had little flashes of the original ECW because there was some Paul Heyman involved in it. And I imagine... Paul Heyman had a big part in him being a part of that brand. Mm-hmm. Okay? So tell me, what were your thoughts on his debut on the ECW brand in 2006? Well, to be 100% honest, I fucking hated it. Maybe because... Really? They, no, no. Pace okay. that, yeah, you're not using your noodle. That Who was my favorite all-time wrestler of all time? Just incredible. And he, okay. lost in, he lost in about a minute and 30 seconds. Okay. And he tapped out, no less, too. First time I ever seen him tap out was not during that match. Okay. That, 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 uh, and what pissed me off, that I like, I love that, yes, he, he what, the one wrestler that would fit in the, that, that era of wrestling, mm-hmm. that, that, that mid-2000s, whatever, yep. who would fit in more, more than anybody in like 1997 or 96 or whatever, whatever, whatever year it may be, in, in, in ECW, would be CM Punk. Yep. That, 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 that was like the perfect fit. Yeah. That, that, uh, that, uh, so, so I get why, well, I just don't get why you couldn't have, uh, you know, and Joe, someone else. Like Joe Smith uh, right off the street. You know what I mean? Throw, 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 throw some red okay. trunks on Here, Here's my, re- here's minute. my reason. You know here's I mean? my rebuttal to that. Yeah. But he did it. If he beat a nobody, yep. it wouldn't be anything special. He beat somebody with credibility to an ECW audience like Justin Credible. No pun intended. Yeah. That's I think the reason why they they put him they 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 put him in that position. But that in in the perfect world, you're right. But but the, the that that ECW is so imperfect. That like where where, where like the originals True. were the jobbers. True. Yes. Yes. You're right. The originals weren't perceived as the stars. Dude, double- this ECW brand was used to elevate. The not, big shows. You know, yeah, exactly. You know, names that were not synonymous with ECW. But the one bright spot out of that, I feel like, was the introduction of CM Punk. So I feel like, on the surface, yeah. when it comes to CM Punk's narrative of feeling like he has taken a back seat, or he had taken a back seat through his entire run in WWE, I felt like they presented him... Accordingly, all right. 
For a second, you're absolutely right. But now, in that moment, in the original okay. ECW, in that in that ECW brand, that's what I'm talking about. In that moment, but even okay? even so, so let. All right, so where are you going here? Even then, they fucked it up. Okay, so now we're talking about who do you rather see at this point as your ECW champion, John Morrison or fucking or or, or CM Punk? All right, well, I'm gonna get that's there. That's a no brainer. Okay, I'm gonna get there. Okay, but you also have to think about the the circumstances of that situation. CM Punk was originally scheduled to face Chris Benoit at that pay-per-view mm-hmm. to crown a new ECW champion. It had appeared that Benoit was going to be a tool to help oh, make, yeah, ben Punk, so gonna go over make Punk into a bigger star. It appeared at that time that Punk and Benoit were going to have a series of matches. That I could be wrong, but that's how it... No, had, I, I think you're right. That's how it had appeared to me. Yep. With, with Benoit getting drafted to the ECW brand and him and Punk wrestling for the vacated ECW title, I feel like they would have had a series of matches. Morrison fit fit the bill as a backup because of the circumstances with Benoit, which we discussed and we're not going to get into that. Yeah. So, now let's pivot to Morrison, okay? Morrison wasn't your typical... ECW star to wave that flag and be the champion. But what he did have was a an opposite effect on an on the ECW audience. Because someone like Punk representing that audience is the perfect foil for Pretty Boy John Morrison at that time. So you had, once again, different demographics. You know, you had a WWE audience that was conditioned to seeing someone like John Morrison. And then you had an ECW audience that, even though they were familiar with Punk, they knew Punk's history. Punk had some form of representation of that brand, even though he didn't originate from that brand. He was their guy. Yeah. Okay? So you had good clashes there. In this instance, with Punk and Morrison, okay, let's get to Punk winning the title from him. Do you know the situation behind that? Do I need to elaborate that with you? I don't actually remember. So they had a few matches on pay-per-view that were just kind of like, eh. And and Morrison went over every time, didn't he? I think that, yeah, I think Morrison. I can't remember Punk. I think Morrison beat him one time. I think there was a DQ in another. And here's the thing. I I vaguely kind of remember Punk being the ECW champion. Yeah. But I don't he remember. He won it on TV. Okay. So so here's what happened. He should have won it. And you know where he should have won it? At the fucking, uh, that, uh, that fuck fest, uh, December to remember. That's when he should have okay, won Okay, well, we'll get to that. That could have been one of the few highlights other than the tag match with Morrison in it. That, uh, that, uh, that could have been, that could have been one of the few highlights. Well, yeah, I mean, that was originally the plan that Paul Heyman had wanted to implement was that CM Punk was going to be the big star coming out of that and the ECW champion from the December to Dismember pay-per-view. Um, but we fast forward, you know, a year or so later, and Morrison tests positive for um, performance-enhancing drugs on the WWE wellness policy. And so he's got to drop the title and he's got to serve a suspension. So... He wrestles Punk, and that's when Punk takes the title from him. Okay. So. And that was on TV, man. That was on TV. Okay. It was in September of twenty of uh, 2007. It was actually, it was their best match. It really was. 
their pay-per-view matches were stinkers. You know what? But it was their best match. Uh, if you, if actually they have the new ECW or the 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 ECW brand on the Peacock. Yeah. If you find if you search uh, September twenty seven or two thousand seven, uh, CM Punk John Morrison for the title. It's a really good match. I, I see. And that's your favorite uh, WWF ECW match? No. I wasn't reset. I'm sorry. No. Cena and uh, RVD from One Night Stand. Yeah, you can count. You have to count that. Yeah. yeah. That, that's a good rebuttal. Yeah. My still is, I'll go, I'll die in this hill. Big Show versus Ric Flair. Believe it or not. That, that's my, I'll die That wasn't in the bad. I'll, I'll die in the but hill. But that's your that, favorite match from that ECW Yeah. Brand. Okay. Maybe because I had zero expectations and it, and it probably Blew was like, out of the water. and it probably was like six out of ten in real life. But but it, it, you expected a shitty match and you yeah, got a, you got a quality match. I expected Batista versus Big Show uh, times a hundred. Yeah, and I got like a really good match. I thought. Yep. Okay. <laughs> All right. I get it. Let's move on here. So, in the instance of Punk beating Morrison, do you think if Morrison wasn't didn't test positive for performance enhancing drugs that they would have put the ECW title on Punk? In twenty in two thousand seven. That's a great question. That that uh, well, let's think, let's just think about the champions who were the at least the top of my head. I I know there was RVD, the Big Show, oh, that big, Lashley, Lashley, yeah, Lashley. Who's the other the, that big African American gentleman? Ezekiel or like Ezekiel? That was later. Well, I was just saying, saying that he was a champion. Yep, that was I'm just, later. I'm just going through like who were like. Their, I'm talking about that time, that moment. That uh, I don't think so. You don't I, think so? I, 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 we're trying to get at yeah. All the ECW guys, other than RVD, were WWF guys. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, that that goes without saying. I mean, that was certainly um, certainly the norm, and I mean, definitely a pattern. Yeah. Of of Vince's, where he would take someone else's creation, and in many ways, he would bastardize it, or he wouldn't you know, capitalize on the success of that and he would try to reinvent the wheel like he has done with so many other talents. Sometimes it's worked, sometimes it hasn't. Yeah. Okay? Um, but I'm in agreement with you here. I don't think they... Well, actually... No, I disagree with you. I think at some point they would have given the title to Punk over Morrison because they were running that, that, that rivalry for a few months. That went from, like, July, June or July, to, like, September. You know they ran. You know that was like that was a two month storyline with those guys. You know going back and forth in their in their title matches. So I feel like, I feel like they would have pulled the trigger on it. Like who beat Punk for the, the take it off him? You know, remember? Chavo with the Chavo with help from Edge. Okay, when Edge and Chavo had that that alliance with Vicky and that little group that they had with oh, right. Hawkins and Ryder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right and then yeah, and then Chavo had the. The um, the bodyguard Bam Neely. I don't know if you remember that. No, I don't remember he was Bam some, Neely. Yeah, he was a nobody. Right. Um, he he wasn't anything. Special. I remember him losing to uh, Kane in ten seconds. Yep, that was a WrestleMania. Yeah, <laughs> but Chavo had beaten Punk um, in the. I just think about that too. Say it out loud. Kane was a champion of ECW. Fall oh. two thousand eight. But let's continue oh, here. So I, I I agree with you. I think they would have eventually put the title on Punk. Um, it just happened to be that the, the time was right at that time because Morrison had the service suspension. Yeah. They needed to put the title on someone, and Punk, you know, was was the choice. Um, all right, so another instance where Punk was Punk's character had achieved a major milestone, and many fans could argue it was done out of 
unfortunate circumstances. CM Punk wins Money in the Bank at WrestleMania 24. You remember that Money yeah, in the yeah. Bank? Okay. Loved it. I don't know if I love it, but it was him, Carlito, Shelton Benjamin, John Morrison, Mr. Kennedy, MVP, and Punk in that match. It was a great match. Great Money in the Bank match. One of my favorite. I was at that WrestleMania. It was an awesome match. Um, But originally, I don't know if you know this, Jeff Hardy was scheduled to be in that match. And he was supposed to win? And it it had appeared that he was supposed to win. They were going to, they were really pushing him hard, and he had violated the wellness policy. For the second time. So he had to serve a 60 day suspension. And miss Wrestlemania. Punk would end up winning money in the bank. He would be the default. That was That's the urban legend. That's the rumors that have come out over the years. Sounds pretty freaking accurate. So do you think. That they had any plans to give CM Punk. The money in the bank contract. In 2008. Probably not. That uh, The second time definitely. Okay. That, that, uh, when you won the second time. You knew that. We just, we just, so yeah, two thousand nine. Yeah. It was yeah. That that was that, that was yeah. That, so I would agree with you there. I don't think in two thousand eight that they would they had any real plans. But Punk, just, just but Punk about, was a backup, and Punk was credible. He was over with the audience, yeah. and it wasn't a situation where um, they didn't know what they were getting with him. Like they knew what they were going to get with him. Oh, nice! What a hell of a suplex there off the the apron out to the yeah. floor. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't think that they had any plans to, to just take, give him the briefcase. Just take Dave. The, the second that he cashed it in, won the title, that that uh, that uh, that whole time where you just you just was like, okay, any second now he's gonna lose that title. That 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 uh, I I was convinced. I think it. I I can't can't I can't put it. Uh, I, I'm not gonna place a bet on it. But I think his first match as champion was against JBL. And I thought the whole time JBL was going to win that match. The, 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 the whole freaking time. The, 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 and yeah. I, and right. I, I, think, I think it ended yep. up with a quick roll up or something. If, he, if, it, if it ended up with a quick JBL, sleep, yeah. I do remember that. He the, only had the belt for like two months. Yeah, then what? Orton jumped him or something. Yeah, right? Orton jumped him and he was placed out of the match. And that was where I. So this is where I, I'm in agreement with the way that they handled Punk's booking there. Orton jumps him. He gets stripped of the title. There's no real follow-up with him and Orton. They kind of move Orton into something else, and yeah. they fucking put Punk in a tag team with Kofi. You know what I mean? Like to me, that was just. I I, I thought there was. I thought there was. I thought the setup was good to get the belt off of Punk, because then he had a reason to to not only get a rematch down the line, but also reason to go after Orton and they just kind of pushed him off to the side they had you know legacy you know um in front of him and Kofi as a team and then they end up winning the belts briefly for the tag team titles um so I feel like in that instance um that his booking was mishandled because he was popular but at the same time he had that vibe of when's he gonna lose the title when, the minute he got it, it was when's he gonna lose oh, the belt? Totally you know, and it was it, it, it was it, it felt it felt like it was like the piano was gonna drop any second. So let's move on to 2009. He wins Money in the Bank at WrestleMania, and this cash in was unbelievably. I thought it was so. Then he cashes in on I Jeff. He cashes in on 
Was it Edge or Jeff no, Hardy? No, Jeff Hardy. Cashed in on Jeff Hardy. Jeff Hardy wins. After a ladder match. explodes. Yep. Plates, plates explodes. explodes. Yep. Yep. And Punk cashes in. Yep. A face and on then, a face. Yep. And this is where we start to see the 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 early the early rumblings of I'm sorry, I can't. No, that's okay. I don't care about your phone. Just tell it to go fuck off. I'm trying to. <laughs> uh, no, I, I don't care. I don't give a shit. Um makes for a better podcast. Um what was I gonna say? Um and then we see the early stages of these of the heel turn CM Punk where they start to expose the the real life um troubles of jeff hardy and his addiction to alcohol and drugs and punk's the one that kind of exposes that in in the promos and then they trade the belt back and forth talk to me a little bit about how uh, the jeff hardy cm punk rivalry in the summer of 2009 i loved it that that uh that uh you got like uh right those first couple matches where where cm punk was 70 percent face and thirty percent heel. Yep, I love that. The where where they slowly built. To yeah, it. yeah, yeah. It's like, like, like within the match. Yep. It was like okay, now now it's another five percent. Now he's sixty five, thirty five. Yeah. Now he's officially sixty four. Yeah. You know what I mean? I I loved it. That that that. Uh, and I just love too. Just like the uh, the whole like he's not. There's no way he's gonna cash in on Jeff Hardy right after a ladder match right. And the place explodes for the fucking guy right. And that that uh, was that the first time Jeff Hardy won the title? Um, no, it was probably the second. That time. That would have been the, even the best. Yeah. that would have been the creme la creme. Yes, me. Because he won the WWE title a few months prior and then lost it. He dropped it to to Edge, I think. Um, but yeah, um, he he was he was he had already been the champion by the time him and Punk had hooked it up okay. again. Um, so do you think it's a situation where? So Punk's a focal point. They're building him as a top heel. He's the world champion. He's wrestling Jeff Hardy. Yep. They're headlining pay-per-views. They even, I think, main evented a pay-per-view. Um, if I'm I think not twice, mistaken. Right? A couple of times. Yeah. They yeah, I, I think twice. They, they, they headlined the summer. They main evented SummerSlam, the second biggest pay-per-view of the year, the TLC match. Yeah. Do you think that's a situation where CM Punk was taking a back seat to someone? Well, you had Cena and they, Orton and DX in the mix. Unless you know? you're NWO Hogan, every heel, in my opinion, st- always took a step, a step behind like uh, the, the 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 baby face. It's hard to have like you know the heel is the number one guy and like you know the face is gonna take a back seat to the heel. You know what I mean? Yeah. But that that uh, it's really other than today, Roman Reigns is just phenomenal. Yeah. Other than like Roman Reigns and. NWO Hogan, that, that I can't really think of an instance where. But I'm saying, like in terms of like the focal point of of the storylines and and being a focal point of the show. Do you think Punk was kind of secondary to other guys like Randy Orton and John Cena and and oh uh, and Triple totally? H? Are you talking about like 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 in general where where it's like Chris Jericho? I mean, and, it was, and, mind and, you, also too, it's a brand split, so there's two different brands. So do you so do you still think that he was? He was kind of, he wasn't a primary focus on television. Oh, I, I totally think that. Really? It, that that uh, it, that uh, being the world champion, but headlining pay per views. Here's the thing: with Jeff Hardy, we're who's talk- a big star. Well, that uh, we're, we're also we're talking too, like like as 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 he progresses as champion, right? That 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 uh, you know, years later, especially that that uh, you have um, 
you have like CM Punk versus you know I mentioned like Jericho like you know like like, like I'm like, talking about in that moment. All right, so 2009. So, but still, yeah, you still had. Here's the thing: he he was he had to out 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 you know out popularize whatever the Undertaker, Edge, Jeff Hardy that 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 uh, I don't think it's nothing like like I think CM Punk in his head. Thinks it's because of Vince McMahon holding him down, whatever. Yeah. But 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 in reality, it was, dude. We're talking about first ballot, or if there is such a thing of first ballot Hall of Famers, whatever. You know, you're talking about the Undertaker, Edge, Jeff Hardy. So is that a yes or a no? I say it's 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 tricky, but absolutely yes. That I don't think he was a backseat to a lot of guys that when he was champion. Okay. See that that's the point where I disagree with you. I, I, I think he was a full he was a main focal point of the show. Um you know, between yes, there was a brand split, you had different guys, you had Undertaker as a as a, as you know, a big deal on the show. Edge, Cena, Orton, Triple H, Shama he was one of the top guys. I feel like he what he wasn't the tippy top guy, but he wasn't taking a back seat. Because if he was taking a back seat his world title match would have been on first, okay? He would have... He was the main focus of SmackDown, their second show, you know? That's just me. I I, I disagree with you there. And that's where I, I think, like... In, you're right in the, in the fact that in his head, he felt very, you know, misused yeah. by Vince. But there were so many other talented guys. He just happened to be in that mix, okay? It'd be one thing if he was wrestling for the Intercontinental title that had no purpose whatsoever. He was the fucking world heavyweight champion. The the big gold belt. The lineage goes back to the fucking NWA. WCW. You know? That's just me. I, I that's how I that's where I that's where I kinda I call bullshit on his little yeah. me property. <laughs> but it was more but he did that way more when it was like I like mentioned the Jericho the Jericho Punk era. Uh, like I'll get era, there. I'll that's get there. when he really and that's what I kind of agree with him big time. I All right, think. I'll get there. So then let's move on briefly. Straight Edge Society. Okay, this is where yep. the stuff with Hardy ends. Hardy goes to TNA. It splits off. He's Straight Edge Society. What did you think, I think about that? that's his that? best work in WWE. I think that's I, th- I would happen to agree with and you. And his best rivalry with was Rey Mysterio. Mysterio. Yep, yep, absolutely. The stuff they did together was, was, was magic. The yep. hair stuff. He would eventually like, wear the mask when he got his head shaved. Like, this is one match, right? Yep. And this is his creme la creme. This yeah. is his... Uh, that's one song. Well, I forgot what's the name of Anyway, the, the, but uh, the, this was... What we're watching right now, my opinion, is way above his best work. Yeah. Uh, it's great stuff. But but his best rivalry and his best collaboration of matches with against Rey Mysterio. Rey Mysterio. Yeah, I, I, would, I would agree with you 100%. And I also think, too, that... That rivalry with Ray, the stuff with the Straight Edge Society, it was so great. But there were so many other talented guys on the card that, like, he couldn't help but feel like he was taking a back seat. But he was still on TV. They were still doing stuff, yeah. meaningful stuff with him. He had a big part in WrestleMania. There was, like, 12 matches on that WrestleMania, but him and Ray had a pretty good banger. And then the series of matches they had... After that, were pretty good stuff too, with the hair and the you know wearing the mask and take, yeah. you know shit like that. I mean, that stuff was top notch. Now we pivot off of that, and this is where we get to 
right before this point, okay? Punk ends up becoming the leader of the new Nexus, all right? And me personally, I didn't care for Cena and Miz as the main event for WrestleMania that year in 2011. Who's I thought it should have been Punk and Cena because they were two polar opposites. Punk was on fire. Punk was on a roll. And granted, the Randy Orton-Punk match was a great match at that WrestleMania, but I thought it was either should have been Punk or Cena or they should have done Punk, Cena, Miz, and Orton in a four-way for the title with The Rock as the guest referee. That would have been kind of cool. Okay? Because all four of those guys had, had you know... I love this. Involved in the title mix here. This is where I thought uh, CM Punk was going to lose. The only time in the match was right here. I thought he was going to lose for sure. Yeah, he's got him locked in pretty good. This was the second time he did this. Yeah. He's definitely got him locked in pretty good. So, do you feel like Punk should have main evented WrestleMania with Cena for the title this early, a few months prior to this? Because that's where, that's where the big beef comes from Punk. Is that he realized he, was, he felt like he was... Move down the card I actually for think, Miz. I think it's one WrestleMania too soon. I think he should have... Like, like, right after this, and like when at the summer of Punk, he's the hottest... Uh, he's one of the hottest wrestlers on the But planet. I'm asking you a question. Do you think he should have headlined... So that Not was that no. WrestleMania. The next one after. The next one. This, okay. this one coming up. The, 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 this is 09, right? This is 2011. Uh, I guess, you know. So, 2012. That's when he should have... Uh, the, Been that, the top guy. Yeah. Okay. Yep. All right. He, so he should have, him and Jericho should have main evented over Cena and Rock? Okay. No. <laughs> Cena and like, Rock. We're talking yeah. once in a lifetime. Yeah. I mean, the match totally sucked, but the names. I like right. that match. Maybe just I'm biased because I was there. I hated but both of them. I hated both of them. That's I thought the I'm... second one was better than the first one, but I liked the first one because I was there. I was at both of them. But, oh, nice counter there. Cena with the AA. Going for the cover one. To and he kicked out. That's what everyone's kicking out the AA at yeah. this point. <laughs> everyone's kicking out everything, even in today's wrestling. All right, so let's let's so let's move on here. Um, so he so he so Punk doesn't headline WrestleMania. Yep. Cena and Miz was like a fart in church that year. I remember being in the stadium; it was pretty bad. Um, he should have had. Uh, I feel like so you you think he should have been headlining a year you know later. I felt like here's the thing. he was hot enough to 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 go into WrestleMania and face Cena whether it was for the title yeah. or not. You know, that's just me personally. Who did who did uh, was it Orton? Yeah, him and Orton. Okay, which wasn't a bad match. No, gnarly gnarly RKO in that match. Yeah, it was the when was he did one. the flying clothesline and Orton caught him in midair for the RKO. Yeah. yeah. Wasn't a bad match, but it, it was. I, I I felt Cena Miz was. I don't think it lived up. I I, I do think I, I do think because of the way that they had. Oh, nice counter, one, two, kick out. Um, I do think though that because of the way that they had positioned Miz, that that's why they should have gone with the four way, because of the setup with uh, at the Royal Rumble. Yeah. Miz and Randy Orton for the title. Punk and the Nexus screw Orton. Now, Punk and the Nexus screw Orton because Orton screwed Punk three years prior at Unforgiven. Let's go back to that. When Punk lost the world title, 
without getting pinned. I still don't get it. How do they not not go back to that? Well, they did. That's how they set up Punk and Orton for WrestleMania. Okay. And then, it, right. and then it went from Punk and the Nexus, and Orton had to go through all those guys to get a match of Punk. That was just how they said it. Oh, up. yeah. I remember he kicking the shit out of Bray Yeah. Bryant. Yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, don't he, do it. Don't he, do it. He had the punt. And yeah. yeah, he went through everyone. Yeah. He beat them all. So. Yeah. See, you know, on top, on top rope, what's going to be the Famouser? The, that, like, the leg drop. Or, yeah, yeah, the Famouser, yeah. One, two. He's kicking out. Of course he is. Yep. Um. What a hot crowd. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They were, yeah, they were real hot for this. Maybe we'll play the audio for this. Let's uh, let's play the audio. It's all up and laugh like what? What the hell? What can I do? Well, it's what this night means to both competitors. Cena with the entire future of the company, the WWE title on his shoulders. CM Punk, who talked to Big Game, doesn't have a job after tonight. But look at look at Cena. You gotta love it. I mean, the guy is he's staying focused. So important. He's not losing it. He's regrouping. I'll see there's been his battles with the greatest of all time over the years. He knows what it takes to put these competitors away. John Cena just must, he has to stay with his game plan. Alright, so here's something I want to bring up. So okay. go, so in this storyline, after the pipe bomb, Vince is furious and he blames Cena for Punk walking out. Okay? This is before this match. Then they managed to get Punk back so that Punk could wrestle for the title. But the stipulation Vince put in the match was if Cena doesn't leave Chicago with the WWE Championship, then he's fired. Mm-hmm. Or if CM Punk left with the title, Cena's fired. All right? As we all know, as it will, as it transpires you know, in a, in a few short moments because we're nearing the end of this this uh, this watch along here, um, Punk wins and he leaves through the crowd with the championship, blows Vince a big kiss, and then he's off TV for two fucking weeks. They they, they blew it. They blew it. They blew I it. agree. They fucking blew it. They should have had CM Punk go to Hartford, Connecticut, uh, with fifty people watching, right? Hartford uh, or anywhere. I'm just saying, he should have been the summer of punk, right? Yep. He should have been him. You know, you know, he he didn't resign. Now he's got to work Indie the shows, and stuff, right? Ring of Honor. But, but, but in reality, he's still, of course, shows up with the belt. That's what I mean, things, people who have or you know helped the WWE over the years, right? Yep. Other like, promotions that yeah, they yeah. might have worked with. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like you needed extra security tonight. Borrow some of our boys. You know what I mean? Yeah. Those type of promotions, yep. right? Punk goes around the country. Uh, wrestling for those guys, you know, for the WWE Championship, yep. you, know, you know, N-E-W. You know big, yeah, you know how <laughs> big those promotions would have been? That's what I mean. Yeah, it would have been huge. That, 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 uh, it would have been the biggest paint, or whatever, you know He what I mean? leaves with the belt, he puts the belt in his refrigerator, takes a picture of it, puts it on Twitter, goes fucking viral, everyone's yep. going crazy. Then, he shows up to San Diego Comic Con a few weeks later and, and crashes the party at some press conference that WWE's doing. And shows up with the belt. That was when it felt like a story to me. I love. By the way, I just love seeing Punk's right, right, right there. The go to sleep. Yeah, he's like, oh, yeah, <laughs> so good. yeah. He, yeah. he he mistimed it. The positioning was off. Yeah, and he's and he's like disappointed that like he fell out of the ring. But yeah, I agree, Dennis. 
Totally screwed it up. Because then two weeks, they put the they make a new WWE championship. Yep. Cena and Rey Mysterio wrestle on Raw. Cena wins. And then at the end of the show, Punk comes out. And now you got two WWE champions. I get it that they wanted a big match for SummerSlam, but I felt like they could have milked it. They could have milked it a lot longer. I mean, we're talking, let's say, let's say till the fall. Let's say October. Oh, here we yep. go. Here's, here's Vincent. People power. John Lawrence. John let, let, Let's play the audio for this. This is when you know CM Punk is going to win. 100%. Yeah. yeah. Once Cena did that good yeah. guy shit, it was all over. Vince has got the best facial expressions. Look at him. Like. If I could take a time machine... I don't know if it would be this match or Bash of the Beach when Hogan turns. But one of those two events would be, be, be where I wanted to be. Even more than Hogan slamming Andre the Giant. Those two, these are my two favorite wrestling moments of all time. Hogan NWO turn and this. Okay, I like that. I'd probably take Hogan, by the way. Outdoor arena, summertime. No, it wasn't outdoors. They were indoors. I it was outdoors. No. Alright. Yeah. I might take Chicago then. I don't know. I, I don't know. Hogan turning though, that was a. I lean towards Hogan, but this would be pretty cool yeah. to be a part of. I have my fuck Cena shirt on. <laughs> this was me being more anti, way more anti Cena than the than, than pro uh, punk. Than pro punk. Yeah. Okay. You know what was in the back of my mind the whole time? Oh, you know what I forgot about? Listen to this. Oh, yeah, it was Bella Dario. Oh, Bella Dario. Yeah. All right. Uh, right. Give me that. Uh, give me that burner lighter. Come on. Catch it in. Get out burner lighter now. Come on. Let's go. Get him out of here. Oh, my God. This is called for Alberto Del Rio. <laughs> that was so good. Yeah. He should have took the briefcase. That would have been even more yeah. perfect. That would have been kind of cool.
was the end of that when it came to the CM Punk John Cena match there. Thank you all for uh, for, for, for tuning in and uh, checking it out with us. Um, Alright, so some final thoughts here. We're going we're gonna to run down a couple of things. Number one, totally agreement, you and I, that they screwed up the follow-up for oh, this. Oh, totally. Took two weeks and then they brought him back. Yeah. And then he was somewhat part of the storyline focal point with Triple H Triple H came back as an executive. Um, Vince never fired Cena. They had to have Vince step down. But then they brought Vince back like two months later, and he was still the boss. And then Kevin Nash was involved. I mean... Has anyone ever explained that to me? Why did Kevin Nash get involved? I don't know the I don't know the, 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 the true story, what the reveal was supposed to... I think from what I remember, I think it was supposed to be revealed that, that Vince and Laurinaitis were supposed to kind of be like the the heel bosses again and yep. they had sent Nash in to sabotage Triple H that you know cuz Nash and Triple H had that friendship that you know behind the scenes the click and all the other stuff and that they sent Nash in to sabotage and and this was to set up like another corporation yeah. like remember the corporation in the ni- in the 90s course, you know yeah. like, you know the rock and yeah. all those guys it was supposed to be like a new version of the corporation with like Vince and Laurinaitis Kind of like as like the bosses. Vince really running the show. Lauren I is kind of doing all the dirty work. And Miz was supposed to be like the big focal point. Okay. And like Nash was going to be like Miz's bodyguard. That's Those are stories I've heard over the years. And it was going to be done to sabotage Triple H as the COO. Because Triple H returned to television as a part of management instead of as a wrestler. And... Punk and Triple H had their conflict, and Punk thought Triple H was behind it because of the friendship with Nash, and you know the the it was just I don't know what what was there. I I want to say part of it had to do with Nash's health. I think Nash had some health issues, and they couldn't do all that stuff with him and Punk like they were supposed to. But following that, you talked about it earlier. Punk's run as WWE champion, the stuff with Jericho. Headlining in WrestleMania. You think him and Jericho should have been the main event over Cena and Rock that year? No, oh, kind of. Okay. But, but that that uh, that year, though, that uh, maybe could have been punk rock or something. But that, uh, that uh, I don't know. It, it, so sometimes it's like, you know, you know when you get like, so, so let's say you work out a place for like two years, right? And, and you're working with, like, this assistant manager, right? Uh-huh. This assistant manager, you know, has major flaws. But this guy's been working his ass off for yep. God knows how long. Yep. This guy deserves a promotion, right? Yeah. 
he doesn't get the promotion because here's his new hire or whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. This guy is awesome, right? Yep. Next, the next manager that's going to be your next manager, you know? Mm-hmm. Totally has his shit down. Totally is fucking awesome. Yep. Like, you get why this person is... It is it, it, like the manager, whatever, this assistant manager was like, poured his heart out to this company, yeah. you know what I mean? Deserves it in a perfect world, you know? Mm-hmm. But however, this person's better, you know what I mean? Yep. I think this is what happened to... I know, I, I, so you I, think that I, was Punk, that, that that sums up Punk's reign as the champion exactly. in 2012? Like, like, like he okay. should have been, because he's been working his ass off of guys all so long, he's the hottest wrestler. I'll give him that. But he doesn't have the name. The name of he doesn't have. I'll give him that. I I do think in the sense that, I mean, Cena was the bigger name. Him and Rock obviously yeah. like goes without saying. No questions about it. Rock returning to his hometown, Miami. You know, no questions asked. Right there. You know, no debate. What followed? You know, stuff he did with Jericho. Um, him as champion. Um, I do feel like I'll I'll, I'll go I'll I'll. I'll be in agreement with you that yeah maybe he should have been a stronger focal point of the show even as the champion but at the same time he was also the champion i don't know i mean they i feel like in many ways they kind of had seen it take a backseat a little bit after losing to rock and that's why punk was in the position that he was in and they were trying this out I mean, Punk was still popular. He was yep. still selling T-shirts, and people still wanted to see him. It wasn't like you know, people like like it like his popularity faded. You know, um, he would then eventually move on to stuff with Paul Heyman. Talk to me about that. Talk, talk to me about what your thoughts were. Do you think the Paul Heyman stuff was a demotion for him? He was the champ when he was with Paul Heyman too. You also have to remember that fall yeah, of 2012. So, do you think that the I stuff remember- with Paul Heyman was a demotion? You think that was of, like him taking a back seat once again to I mean, other people? On paper, on, on paper, no. But in reality, yes. That 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 uh, it, that um, I think it's once again <laughs> that, that, that that once again his best work was without the title, or his better work was without the title. Mm-hmm. That that uh, but like I said, my opinion's best work at, 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 at of all time in the WWE that that was against against uh, straight edge society, Rey Mysterio, yeah. His second best, The Undertaker. I don't That whole thing about the Paul Bearer died and yep. he has the urn and stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, because the goosebumps to talk yeah, about. Yeah, it was some heavy stuff. I, that, 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 uh, I think they, they knocked it out of the park. However, what, what did what what did Punk want? He wanted to headline. Be the, the main event. The, yeah, the, the medal. He want, yeah, he wanted yeah. Cena or Rock. He want, and, and you know what, though? That was when it was two, one year too late. Uh, that, 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 uh, I, I think it's. it's, it's, it's if they didn't have Cena, Rock, I think he would have main event in with somebody. It could have been Jericho. I'd be a bigger name. Maybe the Undertaker. But the year he wrestled the Undertaker, the year he wrestled Randy Orton, that was year too early, year too late. The perfect time to for for Punk to to, to headline a WrestleMania was when he wrestled Jericho. But obviously, Jer- as much as Jericho is a big name. It's not the Undertaker. It's yeah. not the Rock. It's not Cena Bomber. That 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 uh, that uh, it it was just it just wasn't the, the it was wasn't the stars. I was hoping to see him go into WrestleMania with the title and defend it against both Rock and Cena. 
That would have been good. In a triple threat. Instead of him losing in a, a, he a, could, a Royal Rumble. Yeah, and he could drop the belt in that match. Absolutely. And they could recreate the moment with Cena and Rock in the, yeah. in the ring. Oh, it's the... Re- oh, so if they did like a triple threat eliminate... Because here's the thing. Recently on Twitter, someone posed the question to Punk about, you know, um, something to do with, you know, him going to WrestleMania as the champion. And according to Punk, he claims that... The idea was was he was going to go into WrestleMania as the champion. They were going to have him defend it against both Rock and Cena in a triple threat. And it would have been him eating the pinfall first. To then it would be a triple threat elimination match. To then having Cena and Rock have their moment. Yeah, that's pretty good. Which I would have been more in favor of seeing that than seeing, you know, what we saw with Cena and Rock once again. You know, I defended it. A couple, you know, when I went to that WrestleMania, but now that I look back on it, it probably would have been better if they put Punk in that position. Now, now looking back at it, I think the WWE and CM Punk could both could have had their cake and eat it too. And you say, and you just explained how they could have done it. I just think they could have done it in a different way. You have your triple your your, your, your triple threat match. You got you got C, C, uh, CM Punk, Cena Bomber, The Rock. Yep. Main event, ma- ma- main event, the, WrestleMania. The, the, WrestleMania. That that uh, you have you, like 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 you say you have an elimination match, right? Yep. You have you you, you have as dirty as dirty can be. Uh, CM Punk, uh, you know what that? Or no one? You have John. You have somebody uh, like like just do like this uh, like um uh, that that uh or I would have CM Punk that 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 uh with his arm on the ropes, trunks and everything, you know. That 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 a hold uh, that that uh hold on to 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 uh to to John Cena's whatever and the Rockets watch the whole thing laughing whatever you know one two three boom he gets eliminated right and then just just John Cena just brain just couldn't handle it that that that, that outcome takes a chair bashes like 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 both of them beats the shit out of him with a chair both of them leaves it. And it just it just ends no contest. I know people will boo the shit out of that's it. That's a shitty finish. That, 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 uh, that's a shitty I, finish. I still think I still think they could have had like CM Punk walk out the champion, but then uh, that, of that WrestleMania, yeah, that WrestleMania. Ah, uh, see, you know what? I would have been okay. With, I would have been perfectly fine with one like Rock or Cena leaving WrestleMania as the champion and Punk finally getting dethroned because he had had the title for so long. If he didn't drop it at Royal Rumble. I would have liked to have seen him drop it at WrestleMania that, that no, year. No, you're right, though. Absolutely, you're right. Because I'm, just saying, I'm just saying, though, then you still could have had your... So, so let me ask you this. Yep. Who do you put with Undertaker? If you don't do CM Punk Undertaker and you put CM Punk in the title match, who do you put with Undertaker That's that year That's a great question. Because the year before... Because I got an answer for you. The year before... Well, go ahead. Bray, I want right? to hear what you got to say. That uh, The year before was Bray, so I couldn't do that. No. Um, no, Bray didn't. Bray was two years later. Oh, was it? Yeah. Then you got Bray. Why not? Bray was Bray wasn't a thing. Bray was in NXT in 2013. Was he really? Yeah. I'm sure what I know. Um, I don't know. Um, you know me. I kept kept my years so confused yeah. all the time. I thought I thought this match, my favorite match of all time, I thought it happened in 09. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Right? That uh, that uh, yeah, your math sucks. Oh, that's terrible, terrible, Jesus. dude, dude. No offense. It's like ever since I smoked my first joint in 97, 96 ish. That, 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 it just uh, went all downhill from oh, there. Oh, I take it back. Ninety-five. I was in the ninth grade. That that, that ninety-five. That uh, so nineteen ninety-five. Ever since then, things are just <laughs> like like I know when they happened. I just don't remember it happening. Gotcha. <laughs> so I got an answer for you. Yep. 
Jericho. Jericho and Undertaker. WrestleMania. Did they, I, I know they must have. They ha- but only, did, they, did they ever have a big spot not in a wrestling? Big, not a big match on pay-per-view. That's a, a, that's, that's a misjustice. Yeah. Oh my that god. That would have been cool. That could have been way cool. That would have been way cool. You know? Now, Jericho also that year... They could have inserted him into the in, into a, a thing with Dolph Ziggler because when Jericho came back for that WrestleMania, yeah, he came back in the Royal Rumble and he got his revenge on Dolph Ziggler because in the summer of 2012, Dolph had beat Jericho and sent him home. It was a loser leaves Raw match, and then Jericho comes back in the Royal Rumble in 2013 as number two. The entry faces Dolph, who's number one, and they kind of have their little thing. I thought they were going to go to WrestleMania that year. But Jericho Undertaker, I felt like, was something that was definitely left off the table that, that could have been a thing. And then that's where you put Punk in the triple threat with Rock and C. Yeah, totally. But, all right, final question. Overall, all this, all the things that we, we've d- discussed about CM Punk's character and his you know accomplishments on television and career trajectory, do you honestly think, in your, your humble opinion, that CM Punk was misused overall in his WWE run. Multiple world titles, two money know, in the banks, I know. pay-per-view main events. Because you know where I'm going with this. All right, go for it. No, go go with it. Go with your I gut. think they could have done more with CM Punk. I think they left. Uh, that, that, uh, the only thing I really think they did right, I think they did, might have did it too soon, but they did it right, that he lost his title via his, best, his most famous title reign. He lost it because of someone cashing in the money in the bank. But he did it twice to somebody. You know what I mean? He did it. He did, uh, did, uh, he did it to Edge, right? Edge his first time. He beat Edge, and, and then of course he beat Jeff Hardy. Jeff the second Hardy. Time. The second so it was only time. poetic justice yeah. for him to lose the title via, via the money in the bank. So I thought they that that was awesome. I thought I yeah. thought they did, did it too soon, but 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 that it was it was awesome the way he lost the, the title. Other than that, like like. I would totally agree that, that 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 he was not by a big margin. This wasn't freaking. Um, they could have done more. Yeah, I, I'm I'm kind of with you there. I do think there were some missed opportunities and some stuff. Like I'd said earlier, I felt like he could have headlined WrestleMania with Cena for the title. That would have been a big match, big deal. He was over enough. Because um, like I thought that that when Orton punted him in 2008 and he lost the world title before never getting pinned. They could have pivoted off to him and Orton. Mm-hmm. They didn't do that either. So I, I understand some of the frustrations, but at the same time, I mean, he thinks very highly of himself. He, he His stock is, is is sky high, according to him. So, you know, of course he's going to think... Once upon a time, I thought I think that's damn true. That 2011, you named me a hotter wrestler. Oh, for, without a doubt. Without yeah. a doubt. I don't so disagree for one year, with that. For, 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 for six I just, months, I just think that, six months that he, he's right. For six months. But, but in his head... In his head, he it thought was it was his whole was, career. Yeah, he thought it was four or five years. Yeah, he years. thought it was his whole career. No. Um, yeah, so I, I, I do think that there was some misuse there. There were some things that they could have capitalized on. He was popular. Um, but I also think, too, he was his own worst enemy, you know, because he thought very highly of himself, and he had no problem telling people that, you know. And I yeah. think that that – and my disconnect with him has always been the way that he um, – I felt like turned his back on wrestling fans, not for leaving, but for the way that he spoke of them when he left wrestling. 
and how you know he called wrestling fake and he he made these disparaging remarks about the industry granted when he was signing with UFC to do those two fights you know he made some disparaging yeah. remarks about the industry and i'm sure that there are some truths to his to to his issues with WWE and his disgruntled nature i'm sure there's some truth to it but i'm sure there's also some truth on WWE's side I, I, I felt like after that Colt Cabana podcast, his true colors came out. And he wasn't the... He was all about punk Yeah. at the end of the day. Where he would say, you know, oh, I do it for the fans. I love the fans. And, you know, this, that, and the other. I, I, he, he showed his true colors. He said his passion, uh, you know, for wrestling was because he loved it. And, you know... I may be a Nazi for saying this, but I call bullshit on it. I think his passion for wrestling was deri- derived behind money, like a lot of guys. You know, I'm sure money plays a big know. factor into it. But he, but if you ever listen to that Colt Cabana podcast, he starts off by saying this isn't a fuck WWE podcast, which was total bullshit because it was, and this isn't about money. It has nothing to do with money. It's I'm telling you my version of what took place, et cetera, et cetera. And a lot of these conversations, a lot of the stories that he had he had illustrated in that podcast. He complained about money. Okay, I, uh, I there was one story in particular where he talks about the Undertaker match from WrestleMania, and Vince and Kevin Dunn both were like, "Oh my goodness, hell of a match, stole the show." And according to Punk, whether he said this or not, whether this is true or not, Punk says, "Well, fuck you, pay me like it was the main event, pay me like it was the yeah. fucking best match on the card." Then, because he felt like his WrestleMania payday wasn't up to par as to what it should have been. Which, you know, something like, like that—that's living proof that it's about money more so with him. You know, when his vid- when his character was in the video game a few years back, and he already had left the company, he sued the company because of using his likeness and his a lot character. Of do that, and he won, and he got a he- and he was like, I don't have to work for the rest of my life. My lawyer made you know. So yeah. a lot of it was like. He, he talks out of both sides of his mouth. And that's the problem I have with him. I do. That's the problem I have with him. He's got no problem calling bullshit on other people's stuff. But he's the first guy to block you on Twitter if you call bullshit on him. Yeah. You know but same I mean? thing with Jim Cornette. Uh, I think that's the other rest- I think the wrestling thing in general. Uh, that that uh, people who just want like, their own conspiracies and like, uh, like they want the fans to believe one side of the story. But then someone they want to they want to paint the, the picture yeah. and the narrative. I think, I just, and they don't I, want anybody I, to dispute it. I, that, 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 uh, I'm not a, a, a punk defender, but I think that's the the ninety percent of all wrestlers yeah, in general. You, you're not wrong there. I, I I I can back you up on that. I can back you up on that for sure. All right. Um, that I think that does it. I think we kind of covered all the territory when it comes yeah, absolutely, to absolutely, you know, absolutely. CM Punk. We a fair match of all time. Great, great match. Glad yeah. we got to watch it. Hope you all enjoyed it as well with us. And uh, next week we're gonna watch one of the worst wrestling pay per views of all time. We, we we've talked about it. We you know originally we we're gonna do King of the Ring '95. We're yeah. gonna wait on that because it's a really shitty show. When when they when they reintroduce the King of the Ring concept on WWE TV because there's talk of them doing that at some point. Um, then maybe we'll watch it in preparation for that. But I thought it'd be fun, 30-year anniversary, to watch The Great American Bash from 1991. This is, without a doubt, one of the worst shows <laughs> ever. Uh, Ric Flair walked out on WCW before this show. They had to change the, the, the card around. There was some god-awful matches on this card. It's headlined by Lex Luger and Barry Windham inside of a steel cage for the WCW uh, World Heavyweight title. 
Um, there's a scaffold match. There's a Russian chain oh, match. match. Yeah. You want to hear who's in the scaffold yeah, match? I do. Oh, do I though? Yeah, I think you do. Okay. I think you do. I think you want to. I think you want to know. All right, uh, unless me. you want me to surprise you when we watch no, it. Tell me all right, all right. It's a tag team scaffold match, and it's not a yeah. scaffold match where you throw the guy off the scaffold. It's a capture the flag scaffold match. Okay. Oh, even better. It's beautiful Bobby Eaton. Yeah. Terry. Be- beautiful Bobby Eaton and yeah. Ratmaster PN News. I don't know if I know Ratmaster PN. You're gonna News. fucking watch next okay. week when we against stunning Steve Austin and Terry Taylor. Oh, Terry Taylor, the Red Rooster. Yeah, we're we're <laughs> we're, we're, gonna, we're gonna we're gonna watch. But that. I do like his. I do admit. I, I I should probably save this for the other one. But no, no, no. Another no, can of worms are open. I do like um, Red Rooster's um, gimmick when they had the computer. That thing was so fucking that, funny. Terrence Taylor. That was yeah. hilarious. Yeah, when he was like the Wall Street guy. That yeah. was really yeah. funny. Yeah, I think he. I think that's what he portrays in this. I in, hope so. on this show. But yeah, there's that. There's oh, you, you're gonna. You're going to be like, what the fuck are we watching? But I told you this last year. I said, we're going to watch this show because right. it's terrible. You know me, I like a good, I got, I like a good shit fest. Yeah, so it's going to be a good two and a half, three hour shit fest that we're going to go through. Is it really three hours? It's close to it, yeah. Woo! Close to it. All you, right. You up for it? I'm up for it. Are you sure? I'm up. All right. All right. We'll, 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 you know, we'll make it, we'll make it worth your while. But with that being said, next week, Great American Bash 1991, watch along with us here on Kicking Out of Two. And it's about that time that we put this show down for the three count. We'll see you all next week.